we're constantly running from ourselves. And he was releasing all this energy that was bound for, for many years. Uh, when I woke up off the table, when I finally got to the point where it was done, I couldn't even get up. They had to help me up. And this, the first guy who I see is this guy, Julian, who we're still coaches together. And he says, welcome back. And I'm just like, this is wild. It was so wild. They had to carry me, literally three guys had to carry me and put me on the floor where I couldn't, I felt like I couldn't even stand up. All right, welcome to the New Age Human Podcast. I'm your host, John Astasio. Today, we're talking with Joseph Pelisi, who is an aspiring man on fire coach and what some call a seeker. So what do we talk about? We actually go into his journey of a traumatic beginning into some type of movie-like experiences. Some of the things that he goes into is loving yourself, making a decision for change, and trusting the process without needing to know all the answers. Now, if you want to support the show, feel free to join the newsletter so you can get sneak peeks on upcoming episodes and future discounts, as well as staying in touch in case censorship, you know the deal. Telegram, you can join us there and continue the conversation if you want. And as always, I ask if you can leave us a five-star Apple podcast review that can help us attract really cool, inspiring guests in the future. And with that said, thank you for joining us today. Let's be the change. And he's got the, the man on fire camera, camera, shirt. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. I got my, my Spartan race shirt. I'm like, now I'm going to be all messing it up. I don't know if I can see it. I'm not looking at myself. I can see oh, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I love that stuff. When I saw Man on Fire, I'm like, is this another Spartan thing or Tough Mudder I can do to look cool? <laughs> it's, <laughs> but but it's something completely different. Welcome to the to the show. Welcome to the podcast, Joe. We're we're, we're chatting about your story, and we we reconnected recently. And you're like, hey, let's catch up. And I'm like, what made you reach out to me recently? And he's like, energy, man, energy. So I'm like, let's get on. I, I, your story needs to be heard not just by my ears and the local ears, but uh, everywhere. So, I mean, first, how's it going? How's it going, man? Great. <laughs> Great. I mean, it's just growth, growth. and uh, contribution going on in my life. So it's, it's an amazing journey. Yeah. And, and we met in a spot that has nothing to do with your, with, with what you're doing. And it was more of like a, a meeting around like finances. And then a couple of years later, you're on this amazingly different, specific journey that revolves around wellness mindset masculinity so i want to dive into like what happened that made you shift yeah so for for me it was my wife leaving me she she, she had an affair and what really started that journey if you want to go all the way to the start i was at church praying and there was just something that felt off with me and it's just this knowing that came over me. It's like, man, this just doesn't make sense. Like I'm going to work, I'm going home, I'm paying bills, I'm going to work, I'm going home, paying bills. It was just like this hamster wheel. in the rat race. Literally. And I was like, there's, yeah, I'm like, so what is this all? This is, this literally makes no sense. It's just life. Like we just work, go home, go to sleep, wake up, work, go home, go to sleep, wake up and die. I mean, what's the point in that? It makes no sense. And I, you know, there was parts of me that wanted to chase things in my life, chase objects, chase, you know, money, chase all these things. And even at the same time, it was uncomfortable because where I was really didn't have that opportunity to do so. So more and more, it, it was like the universe was really just putting me in a position where it became more and more uncomfortable. And I just, I remember sitting in front of the Blessed Mother 
statue. And I was just like, I just prayed to her and I was just like, I, I, I want to live your son's will over mine. I'm, I'm just done doing this. It makes no sense. And I said, whatever you need to take from me, I'm, I'm willing to do whatever it takes. Those were my exact words. And a week later, I found out my wife was having an affair. And in, instead of being completely overwhelmed, the first thing that came to me was a small voice that said, this is the beginning. This is the start of your Isn't journey. Isn't that amazing? You put it out there. You're like, I'm ready. You made a statement. And then a week later, boom, everything starts to change. Continue. Sorry. Yeah. just had to throw that in there. That's nuts. No. No, I, I, I love it. I mean, just the awareness of that. It's, it's amazing because most people that I've met, you know, they would call that all hocus pocus. By getting into this work, I've realized how many people have spoken these words to the universe and then almost instantly their lives have changed mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because they, they, and it's, and it's, it's, it goes so much deeper. It's just like this real authenticity. And you gave yourself permission to like accept and it, I think that's huge too. You, you're like, I'm ready. I accept the next level, the next steps. And if we don't make that decision, and if you want to think of it like mindfully on a subconscious level, you're subconsciously, if you don't make that decision and you're like, I'm not ready, but you fake that you're ready and you just kind of skirt, uh, it's not going to happen. Mm. And it's not going to happen. I think a lot of people go through that. So yeah, let's continue that. I mean, that's that's a horrible experience to have, I, I'm sure. What were the next steps that you took? Because what were you, just for like a background, what were you doing for work at that time so people can get a feel of what hamster wheel you were in? Oh, so I've been working for my family forever. We've been in business since 1947 and I cook and I've been doing that forever. I, I've skirted outside of it, started my own vegetable business one time, my own vegetable yeah. route, you know, doing this and that. Always been in the entrepreneur areas. I just, what I grew up around. And you were at a at a, uh, re at a restaurant, right? And because I, I remember you, yes. you were like you were, you were the chef and you were cooking, and so that was your hamster wheel. And then you you find you're like, this is it. I'm done with this hamster wheel. The you know the the my feet hurt. <laughs> I want to get out. <laughs> I see the world. Let's go. And then you said you're ready. And then you find out the reality of your situation about your wife. And then what happens next? So for myself, I, the first thing that came to me was I didn't want to jump into things right away. So I, I looked for mentors and I found this mentor who started teaching me all these new things that I never thought about before and how, you know, how I, you know, we, we see things in a way of shame and blame mm -hmm. and polarity towards the world. And we want to put it out on everybody else, but we never look back at ourselves and we never even realize that what we attract into our lives is exactly what we are. And as we can, we can do that. We can, we, we realize in where we were coming from and how we've created this realities for ourselves that we ultimately think everybody's against us, this world. Why is it always me? Why, why is everything always going wrong for me? And when I was able to look at my own game and realize, holy shit, this is crazy. I, I've been creating this this whole time. Everything that's been in my life has always been just from where I'm coming from. Well, then I'm ready to change that and I'll do whatever it takes. And it's really those words, like whatever it takes, whatever it takes. That means no time schedule, no, no certain conditions around how it has to look. I have no idea what it's going to look like, but I know I'm willing to do whatever it takes to live the best life that like I can. To live as my best self and live 
towards something that's beyond me, something that, that has nothing to do with me, something that is way, way beyond me. But that started with learning how to love myself first. I, I couldn't be those things unless I was an example of it by going through the journey myself. Mm. And then getting that mentor, I was able to realize where I was coming from, but also I realized that I had two sons. I already, already have a daughter who's much older, but I had two sons that I'm raising and I knew that I needed to be the example for them in what unconditional love is. So I, I just knew that for me, that was very important and that I wouldn't want anybody to give up on me. If, if I was in the position of my wife, I wouldn't want her to give up on me, nor would I want to example to my children that when people hurt you, you just give up on them and you leave them because that's not love. That's not love. Yeah. And what I realized is through this journey is this world is just a reflection of people in pain that don't know how to love themselves. And they're just trying to hire somebody else or something else to be able to fulfill those things inside themselves that they feel aren't worthy of love. I see that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you had a mentor. He w was able to get you into more of a self-reflection and you have this epiphany of self-love. And then you're now you're looking at your kids too, and you want to be that example. Where where does the journey go from being a chef to now trying these new modalities? I know you're jumping into several solutions for people and for yourself. How does how do, yeah. what does that look like? So for, through that journey, once I got it with him, it's with that mentor. I you know it's like the algorithms always hear what's going on in your life and what you're researching, and I'm researching all of these healing energies and comes up man on fire and i'm like man this looks satanic what is this crazy stuff <laughs> i just see of a guy on fire in my mind you know <laughs> but I, yeah but yo that's like energetic well, fire you know like symbolism it was a room for yeah it was like a room full of men screaming at each other and then you know it was just like this there's something that was drawing me to it but at the same time it was like do i really want to do this it just looks like it might be a little bit beyond me mm. and so i i did this call one night and it said there's a code 911 just come in and you get to check out what the whole thing is like so i did it i paid the money i got in i was like man for a whole day five hours worth of stuff at least i'll get to see what this is all about yeah. and that was man on fire or was that uh, something else no that was man okay. on fire and that, yeah i i was i was in the middle of a bunch of things I, I knew in the beginning of my journey i wanted to put myself around people that were growing. So I, I joined to a local Toastmasters. And then from there, I started getting around people who, you know, putting myself in uncomfortable positions. I just knew that's what I needed to do is keep on putting myself in places that would make me uncomfortable and grow, whatever it took. And then I saw this ad and it was like, get in there. And I, I couldn't afford it in the beginning, but I had done a, I did a Tony Robbins UPW and it was like, get resourceful. What's the, what's UPW and, for? I don't know what it stands for, but it, it's just, it's called a UPW. It's like his, it's his, his live tours that he okay. does all over the yeah, country. Yeah. And he had one, it was, this was right before COVID. So he had the first one ever online. Mm, yeah. I remember that. It was like right before COVID got crazy and it was like, he couldn't do the live ones anymore. So he did it. He had to do online. It was the first one ever. And I did it and I learned all this stuff. But the one thing that really stuck with me was resourcefulness. If you really want what you want, don't believe that there's no way to get it. People have been in the worst positions, worse than you. And they figured out how to do these things from nothing to something, zero to one. And I was like, okay, I just had so much leverage in my life that I was like, what is all this stuff that I, do I really need this stuff? 
I was like, no, I mean, my, my life is my life worth a dollar. It has no price. I can't put a price on it. So I started selling all my guitars and little by little, I got to go to the man on fire journey. Uh, but what happened before then was when I was on the phone call with one of the mentors during this 911 call, which was the most synchronistic thing that could, you know, start my journey was I, I was like, get on the call with this coach. I'm like, okay, he's going to give me a number. I'm going to figure out how to get through the story. Even if it takes me out like three years to get there, get this guy on the phone. And this guy Raj answers the phone and he's like, he starts asking me all these strange questions about, did I go to Stanford high school? Did I wrestle on the team? Was I the captain? Did I have certain friends? And I'm just like, how does this guy know all these things? And he comes to find out was graduate of Stanford high school, graduated the same year that I graduated wrestled on the, the wrestling team, but was on the JV. So I, he was like, you probably wouldn't have known me and he had all the same friends that I That's had. Insane. And I was just like, okay, this is just meant to be, I, I'm meant to go to this and I'm going to do whatever it takes to get there. And it took me about eight months to come up with the money. I usually, they don't let people stay in the program that long, but I kept them tell them, just don't give up on me. I'm telling you, I will figure it out. I'll figure it out. And I figured it out. I, I got the money and I went to this journey and it was the first time that I've ever experienced something to this level of awakening. And this, you said uh, this journey, you go somewhere and you have some type of journey or some type of experience. Yeah. So we go to immersions, it's four day immersions and they'll usually be all over the country, different areas and a lot of coaching, but there's something called table work, NSA work, and it, it's spinal cord analysis. Most of the people, well, all the people who do it, all the practitioners are licensed chiropractors. But what they do is not chiropractic. What they do is learned by a man named uh, Donnie Epstein. But the man who runs my program, who owns Man on Fire, is David Miller. And amazing, amazing healer. And I mean, I am so thankful for this, this man because he has literally put me on my journey and, you know, awakened me to the point of where when I was on the table the first time, you're on a chiropractic table face down and he, He's like, okay, he comes up to me. He, he kind of like runs his hand down my spine and he whispers in my ear, you're number five. This sounds so bad. This, <laughs> as a, I know, <laughs> but you know, like, you know, like when the spine, when the chiropractor like feels your yeah, back yeah, before yeah. they crack it, they have to, he does the same thing because he's a licensed chiropractor. So he like runs his hand down your spine and what he's feeling for is the, the imperfections in your spinal cord. Yeah. And you know, you wouldn't have Where, done this anywhere else. If it was a different situation, getting on a platform, just put your face down. I'm going to touch your spine and whisper in your ear. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Sounds like a bad episode on TV or some show. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like, you know, <laughs> if your dentist does that, like, just get up and walk off. Like, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> We're not taking gas now, are yeah. we? <laughs> I'm just thinking of like anybody who's listening that like is, is doing errands and then they're like, wait, wait, face down, whispering in the ear. Like I, I wanted to give some present moment to that. Like this is something that is more, you know, chiropractic and he went there for a reason. So go ahead. I just had to address that because my mind was going. Well, yeah. Too. So like even to give it, give it more it, like clarity, like before I went there, they did a presentation or like an example, a demo on the, the gentleman that had brought me in, right. Raj, coach. So we can see what it's like when it's done to a guy when they do this work. And when he, he did it, he, he spoke a number two to him. You're number two. And I forget what that number two stands for, but they're all different stages of, of evolution mm. through the human experience. 
and where he was, what he was suffering from, what the, 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 what we call the illusions of life, what we, what we think, what we're, we are, but we actually, it's just an, a mistaken identity uh, that we create for ourselves and how we learn how to earn love uh, and worthiness of it. And he did this on him and his body started going into like vibrating convulsions. And somewhere inside of me, I'm like, this is, this is bullshit. But I wanted, I, I just was so tired of my existence that all kept on speaking was whatever it takes, whatever it takes, whatever it takes. If this is what it takes, I'm willing to surrender to this because if I'm not willing to surrender to it and just to continue to do things to the way that I always do on them, it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. It hasn't been working the way that I've been doing it. Nothing's working. My life is a mess. Every, everything is falling apart. And I came here for a reason. I came here to really truly surrender to these four days. And I paid to be able to experience, not only experience, but really, really shift my life, you know, cause an experience is something that you can go tell your friends about. I wanted something that was going to be life-changing, yeah. something that was going to ship me. And I was going to walk out there a different person. I knew it was going to take, and this just wasn't going to be something like a magic pill, but I knew that it, I needed something that was really going to shift me where I was like, that's it. I'm ready to go whatever it takes. And I, so I saw this and I got in the bed myself. When he's whispering in my ear, he tells me you're number five. You're a carrier of the light. You're meant to change the world. And that really resonated and how with do you, me. How do you come across that thought process, that thought pattern? Like what made him, made him say, this is you. It's not a thought process. It's, it's a, it's just, it, it is a, uh, it's, it's a alignment in your spinal cord that is off. So the spinal cord, the way my, my spinal cord was off, cord was off was through the experience of I'm losing the word here, but it's the, it's the experience of being not, I guess, betrayed Mm. and and it's like betrayal. Mm -hmm. And you always, and what happens is those betrayals come from a parent. It's usually the father, Mm -hmm. but it could be the mother too. It's usually the father though, because the father is supposed to be the masculine. And the truth is, is that a real true masculine really hasn't been in the world. It's been a misunderstanding of what masculine is. Most people think masculine is this guy who just works his ass off and then dies one day and, and that he's just a provider for his family. He, you know, he never looks at another woman. He's very true to his wife and he just provides, but they don't really understand what the true version of a masculine is. You know, it's about owning himself, loving himself, being able to break the chains of his heritage and knowing that the people who, who had heard of him before were unaware that they were even doing it. And that, you know, when you get to these points of awakening as a masculine, you have to understand that you've been chosen to break those chains from your heritage and not to allow you to, 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 to give them to your children, I like to pass them on anymore. I like breaking the chains of inheritance. That's huge. And to think that he saw that just by looking at your spine, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, like he, he leaves his, it's, it's amazing because his, his mentor who taught him actually was a chiropractor and that's why everybody has to be a chiropractor. They have to understand the spinal cord and you know, the disalignments of what it is. I mean, so he was, he had this one client one time that he had in the office. This was before he started his, uh, practice into the, you know, uh, holistic medicine world. And, and he, she was looking at the spinal, this guy's spinal, uh, x-rays. And he said to the nurse, look at this guy's spinal cord. And this was Donnie Epstein. Look at this guy's spinal cord. This guy is either thinking about killing somebody or he's killed somebody. Whoa. And, and she's like, really? He's a spine and he's like, whisperer. yeah, I've, I've seen this before. Yeah. And he, so he, he, he brings the guy into his 
office for his appointment and he just asked him, how are, have you, are you thinking about killing somebody? The guy broke down and in tears. He says, yeah, I just purchased a gun yesterday. My wife was cheating on me and I was, I was planning on killing her. That's so amazing. This work is, um, is amazing. It's all over the world. It's NSA work. And it, it's, you know, we don't realize what's out there. There's a humongous movement out there of people realizing that what we're experiencing in life, it, we're, we have a blindfold on our eyes. There, there's been something pulled over our eyes. There's, there's a whole universe out there that exists. And we're living in this small dot in the middle of a vast universe. Yeah. And we're just being fooled by a small amount of people into what, what is real. Yeah. Uh, so I want to get back into, first of all, insane story. Um, you're learning how to be a spine whisperer, which is awesome. I'm just joking. Um, so you're on, <laughs> you're on this platform. Someone's whispering in your ear of, of your journey. And um, we, we know what it's for. And you already prepped for it. What happens next? Oh, this is amazing. Uh, so I'm on the bed and he, 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 I just feel like very subtle touches and somebody didn't feel it all. I'm just like, all I kept on saying in my mind was surrender, surrender. I closed my eyes were closed. Just surrender, Joe, surrender. So he goes, you might feel some movement. If you do, you do. If you don't, you don't, it doesn't matter. Something's happening anyways. All of a sudden my body starts twisting and turning and my legs lift off the the, the 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 chiropractic bed my head pulls up my arms come up like i'm flying like superman and it's just my eyes are closed here it hurts like hell and he's like if you need to make a noise make a noise but i the only thing i could think of doing was screaming wow i started screaming which went into absolute sobbing beyond words sobbing and the only way that I can explain what I felt when I was screaming, it literally felt like the movie, The Matrix, when he takes the pill and he goes down the throat. When you hear that noise as he's coming down right before he blows out of the, the like the real world, out of that, that pod that he came out of. And I was just screaming. My body came to a point where it finally was able to relax for a moment. He came over and he did something again. And my body went into movement again, more screaming, wow. more like super amounts of, our bodies have locks in the spines that holds traumas, it holds pains, energies that we put all over the place because we don't face and feel these mm -hmm. things. We're constantly running from ourselves. And he was releasing all this energy that was bound for, for many years. When I woke up off the table, when I finally got to the point of where it was done, I couldn't even get up. They had to help me up. And this, the first guy who I see is this guy, Julian, who we're still coaches together. And he says, welcome back. And I'm just like, this is wild. It was so wild. They had to carry me, literally three guys had to carry me and put me on the floor where I couldn't, I felt like I couldn't even stand up. I mean, I felt like I was paralyzed, but I was just broken to tears and I was crying probably for about an hour. Wow. It was the first time that I had felt in a, in a middle of a room of about 40 men. Just, you, it was, it was just all these men that they were doing this work to. It was just men in tears, some men crying, some men laughing. It's an experience that I can never uh, forget and it changed my life. And from that moment when I was, uh, after the whole immersion was over, you're allowed to sign up for a year. And I was asked like, what do you want to do? And the first thing that came out of my mouth when I talked to Raj was like, I want to be a coach. Mm. 
And he was like, well, we'll see about it. <laughs> it was, it was like all that ever spoke to me because we did this, this one meditation. He said, something might speak to you. It could be, it could be a past relative. It could be an energy. It could just be a word. And the word that came to me was you're meant for more than this. It was just so clear. You're meant for more than this. And it's just been through my, my mind ever since then. It's been my why ever since then. I'm made for more than this. When I'm living every day, I'm made for more and than And you this. knew that subconsciously. Yeah. And, and that's what led you to that room. And that's, that's an insane just image of, of going through that. And when I try to explain this and what's going on to somebody, and it's, it, I, I do it in a way where I can get the message across real quickly, but, or at least the visual. And for a lack of word, better words or phrases, I say, have you ever seen people on the tables and it looks like they're having an orgasm? And, and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like... That's like Kundalini. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I thought, I was like, is this Kundalini stuff? And you're like, no. But it makes sense no. that it's more of like emotions being trapped because... You know, one of the things that I learned, you just, each organ is associated to certain more organs, <laughs> emotions, emotions, right? and your liver specifically, that's, that's your, that's your anger. And it makes sense when that's compromised from alcohol, you go into a drunken rage type of thing and you have the full moon aspect of that. And that's a whole nother conversation, but it's interesting how you're talking about the spine being the composer of it all. And then simple taps. It doesn't sound like the person was rolling you like aggressively like a chiropractor, no. right? Where you hear like up the spine. Not at all. No cracking, no pushing, which nothing. Which is even Subtle touches. more because people go for that instant relief. And what you got is a tap here, a tap there, like a tap, not like a roll, a tap. And like everything just the, the body's intelligence kicked in which that's the part i love the most the body's intelligence was ringing you out and it, it's almost like a a transformer for the body where like you, you like you know like you went yes. from a car to a person and we're all like hamsters and so you you know the analogy would be you were a hamster in a wheel he tapped the cage a couple of times and then you turn back into a human he's like welcome back brother straight up from the matrix <laughs> and it's true because what happens is when we when we go through these these awakenings we we're, we we get into our hearts so many men are taught not to feel not to not to be vulnerable that vulnerability is a weakness mm -hmm. uh, when actually vulnerability is a strength it, it, it's one of the hardest things that people can do they, they have a hard time doing it being vulnerable so, so you were you were on the the table you got they they pulled you off you were practically paralyzed out of just the the emotional release and you said it was painful and i can think people thinking no nah, i'm not gonna do it it's too painful but i i think depending on and and correct me if i'm wrong it just depends on your experience depends on how far off you are right as far as like pain quote unquote yeah i mean some people everybody has everybody's experience is, is unique to themselves the thing with that, with the thing with that, this, this work is that, you know, it was beautiful what you said, inner, inner, inner technology, and we call it inner, inner organic technology. And our bodies have a technology that everybody has with inside of it that they don't even know is existent. The thing is when you go on a chiropractic table, 
the next thing you said was about wanting instant, instant gratification, instant change. You can't crack somebody's back and have that change because their back is perceiving the world in defensive, uh, in a defensive position. And, and because it is, they, they perceive everything that they perceive in a defensive way. So I go and I crack your back within three days, your back is right back to where it was before because you're still seeing the world in that same way. You're still experiencing that same pain. And until you learn how to get with it, not get rid of it, because that it's a part of us. We, we choose to see the world in this, in, this, in this damaging way when actually there's a whole nother side. There's a side that empowers us. And when we start to see the empowerment through these shitty stories that we've created, when we start to see what they actually were meant to do, the gift that was always in front of us, we're, we're, we, we, all, we change instantly. Mm -hmm. And another thing you were saying was how the, these organs all have their purposes. When we're pushing these energies down, we're pushing them down into certain organs. And when we do that, what happens is we tend to get cancer. We can have a heart attack. We can have a blood disease. We can have kidney disease. We can have breast cancer. Whatever it is that where we're pushing these energies, it becomes stagnant. And what we know with any kind of stagnant puddle of water becomes major amounts of bacteria. But what about when we have flowing water? It's full of mm -hmm. life. So it's, it's all about learning how to get with the things that, are, that you're experiencing and learn how to have gratitude for the gifts that they have been given to you. Even in the most harsh, even the most violent things that a human being could experience, there's a gift there. And the more, the, the bigger the wound, the bigger the gift. It's just that we choose to see it as our story. So it, 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 it consumes us and it becomes our identity so that people can have sympathy for us with it, which is not power, but through sympathy, we learn how to, to, to earn love. See, when I'm being like this, when I'm being this, this, this victim of my situation, of my circumstance, now people pay attention to me. So I'm, I'm, I'm loved, hmm. but it's false love. It's two people in a hole talking about their problems. Yep. When I'm able to have empathy and compassion, I can tell somebody I can, I, I can, empathize with somebody. I have been right where you are, but I can pull you out of that hole and I can show you a better way uh, that there's something else on the other side, that there, that hole is not your life, that there's a way out of it. And there's a version of you in this world that is powerful. They can change the world. Yeah. Not through force, but just through being the change itself and conducting your life in a new way. Well said, well said. So you're on the floor. What happens next? When I got up from the, the floor, I just, the first thing I wrote in my journal was, this is real. This is real. I want more. I want more. Yeah. You had an amazing experience. You had an eye-opening awareness now, and it's like, what do you do with it? Right? If without change, you go back. So you, you, you get up, you decide you want more. And now you are, I think you're working on your PhD right? In that actual practice of what was done to you. And then some other stuff happened, right? Yeah. So I, I've really tested the field <laughs> because I've chosen to trust something beyond myself. And there's things that we talk about and like set something forth and then make it happen. And people are like, oh yeah, you know, you'll listen to people. Oh yeah, it's not that easy. But I chose to be the example of it and to test it. And so going through this journey, I was about two years into 
you know, working with the company, becoming a coach little by little, which I'm still working upon becoming higher, higher levels of the coaching. I come across this podcast with Joe Rogan about ayahuasca. I'm like, what the hell is ayahuasca? And, and then, you know, (laughs) these phones hear everything. Yeah. Also, I start getting these feeds, ayahuasca, ayahuasca. What is this? So one of them had a video on it. I started watching. I started looking up YouTube videos on it and watching all these different people and how it just changed their lives. And, you know, it just, they released all these things, soldiers who had, you know, these terrible experiences and they went and did ayahuasca and all of a sudden they're, they're just completely different people and don't need medication anymore, all this stuff. And I looked it up and I'm like, wow, it's expensive. Well, set it in to the universe and make it happen. And it's what I did. And I made it happen and come to say I was in the middle of the Amazon about, I don't know, about four hours into the deep Amazon with the indigenous and in this complex that this gentleman had built. It was amazing. And four ayahuasca experiences, one St. Pedro experience later, nailed to the floor and feel like I can't get off the floor. And I had this awareness and this gratitude in that moment they had this they had to get a healer on the phone all the way from Australia because he was like, I've never dealt with anything like this before. I don't know what's going on. He was, he was shocked. And so he got this healer who's on the phone from Australia where she's on the phone. All I can remember her is her voice. And it gets very emotional for me. I remember being that experience and on the phone with her and it was just this awareness in that moment. I was like, I know why I'm here. I know why I'm here because I was, the, for the first day, all I kept on doing was wanting different things to my, to make my life be what I thought it needed to be, to be enough. And I didn't realize that. And I had this one gentleman tell me, do you have ideas of what you want? I was like, yeah. He's like, well, how about if you just let those go? How about if you just let those go and you accept whatever you were he- called here to receive? And then that moment when I was on the floor, nailed to the floor and just hearing this voice talking to me, telling me, you're loved, you're enough, you're enough. Your story isn't your condition, it's your gift. It doesn't defy you. And I was like, I know I'm here. And it was like this energy went over my body and I was like, I'm, I came here to become healed. There was things that I thought I had re- let go or that I had gotten with that were still deep, deep, deep down inside me. And because of the work that I was doing within on a fire, I knew exactly what stages of, of existence I was in in these moments. I could remember parts of my life that I had experienced, traumas that I had experienced in my life and where I had put these energies. And I was like, oh my God, that's why my jaw always hurts. Oh, wow, that's why my knee always hurts. And I just started realizing what I was doing to myself. And it was just like this real connection with myself and understanding where I put things, but also letting them go. And every part of my journey was amazing because that ayahuasca experience was a moment that was needed. It was exactly called to that moment where I was and what I was experiencing and being able to get with that moment in my life into where it brought me to going back to the work that I'm doing with Man on Fire and having an even deeper understanding where I'm going to, but but knowing that I have to be willing to go further, that there's more to be had. And then if I'm going to be this full version of myself, 
then I need to keep going because there's more. It doesn't end there. Um, and then I tested the field again. I, I saw this thing about trekking Morocco from Casablanca down to Marrakesh and trekking the Sahara and trekking uh, Mount Tubu. And I was like, man, I never climbed a mountain before. I want to do that. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why not? Why <laughs> not? So yeah, so then I, I tested the field again, about a week. I, I, I committed to this. I had a, you had to commit a year before. So I committed and had not a dollar in my pocket to commit. And I was like, I'm going to make it happen. I don't know how it's going to happen, but if I'm meant to be there, I will be there. Mm. And the week came that I had to pay and I had no money. And I told him, can you give me one more week? And he's like, yeah. And in my mind, I had some ideas but I didn't know if those ideas were really going to yeah. work. And I, that same day I hung up with him, my phone buzzes and two of my guitars sell. Wow. And the, and the money's right there. Literally, I hang up the phone and two of my guitars sell. And I'm like, thank you, universe. I had just read the finished reading the book, The Alchemist. And one thing that I had said in the book, this one quote is that when you are choosing to live your sole purpose, the universe will open doors for you that you never expected to be opened. And I truly trust in that. I have proven that over and over in my life from being able to get into the programs with Man on Fire by being able to go to Peru, by being able to go to Morocco, by being able to figure out on how to start my I started a meal prepping business. What am I going to do? How am I going to make this? I mean, and, and now going to first commit to becoming, you know, getting my master's degree in this work to then figuring out, oh, you know what? Uh, let me see if I can get the PhD, if I can do that. And now that's working. And, being, and then my company saying, we want you to go through the facilitator program because uh, we want you to go to the next level of coaching. And I'm like, I don't know if I can do it. Well, that's, that's my belief, mm -hmm. but it's not what the universe has planned for me. And I'm doing all three at once. And if anybody was to look at my life, they were like, you're out of your mind. There's no way. Where's the money? And it's all there. It's all come. And even the ones that I didn't feel that I could afford, they took off massive amounts of money because of what I have been putting forth in my own life and the relentlessness that I have put forth. And I will, I'm willing to do whatever it takes and people like us are needed in the world. People who are willing to do whatever it takes to be able to change the world, to be able to, to open people's eyes to what's really real and that they don't need to suffer, that, they're, that they, everything they need is with inside of them right now, that they're enough, that they're fully abundant, that it's their, it's their birthright to be abundant, but that the, but their idea of abundance is false. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot going on there. And you're, you're, there's a lot that you're doing right now, which is amazing. You're, you're following your calling, you're following your journey, you're listening. And it takes a lot to do that. And I'm glad that we're sharing this because I know that there's people out there that are just at whether it be a crossroads or they're sick and tired of being sick and tired. And they're looking for options. They're looking for how to solidify their path. And I feel that your story and what you're doing, a lot of people are going to resonate with that. I resonate with that. 
with with everything that you said right and there's just so much to take home from what what you're doing and uh i'm just i'm glad that we connected and i'm glad to you know have this opportunity to share your story and and that you're you're doing your thing man which is just you know that's that's all that that's the best i could say with with what i know <laughs> now and what and and just what you shared right i don't want to take from it there's a lot being that was shared and you know i'm all for it i'm excited to see your journey and what's next what's the next mountain and how that's all going to spin around and turn into like you know an awesome beautiful thing for people to to benefit and 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 go on a journey with you right so i mean awesome story you're we know where you're at now and it's going to be really cool is there anything specific that we might not have you know, as we, you know, slow down our conversation here and bring it to a close, is there anything that you would like to mention that you felt like you didn't get a chance to mention or any closing statements, including how people can reach you and, um, you know, any advice? I know I, I asked a lot there, yeah. just, you know, what comes to you? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can give a quick little thing. It's like, you know, one thing, you know, in the beginning of the journey, I talked about my wife and the importance of being able to example for my children love, but also to her and through the journey that I, in the space that I created for her and being able to be really, really take a really tough position and being able to do what I did. I, I helped her change her own life and I brought her to the point where I was able to thank her. I thanked her. I'm so thankful for it. I just wanted to thank you. And she's like, for what? Like, if it wasn't for what you did, it wasn't for the way that you, you did the things that you did, I would never be who I am in this day. I would never have been able to have what I have. And you gave me the, the biggest gift that anybody can ever give anybody. And you may not have realized it, but you gave me the gift of awakening. And I am so thankful and grateful for you. And I can, I can never be more grateful for you. And what a different position that is from then from somebody to shame or blame somebody for that. But to her to turn around and say, I don't trust anybody the way I trust you. And we're still not together. But she comes to me every time for any advice. She comes to me all the time for when she, she needs that support when she's having a bad day. And it, it's so there's so much possibilities out there. There's an unlimited amount of possibilities when we learn how to love ourselves, when we really learn how to let go of all that judgment. Yeah. Of, upon ourselves in the world. And that was a huge um, conversation you had with her too. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people are shocked on how that turned around. And it just goes to show how much you've changed and then what is possible when you go on your journey and how much transformation that does and how much patience you have for people and the power of that perspective, that awakening, that shift in, in, in thought process. So there's people that are still, and you know it, the relationship ended and it was bad and they're just still hating on each other. They're still trash talking and the kids are in the middle, you know? And I, I, I personally had experience like that and i know others have and i know other people have shared the same but it's interesting and it's very fortunate for your kids that you you guys are the way you are right now and that you're on this journey so it's it's going to be an interesting experience for for those kids and for you too so i'm excited for that i'm excited to hear that i'm excited to hear that that's happening right now thank you 
And my, I have my Instagram that is at, I have my own company that I'm, I'm working on starting eventually. It's, it's called Elite Lifestyle Blueprint. But the handler is Elite Lifestyle. Okay. On Instagram. Okay. Under Joseph Polici. And that is my Instagram. If anybody wants to be able to reach out or get a hold of me. That's where you can reach me. Cool. Just DM me. Yeah, reach out. If, if if you resonate with his story and what he's doing and what he's about to create, reach out to Joe. And you got your Instagram. And of course, all that information is going to be in the notes. So if you don't, if you're worried about spelling, don't just, you know, just go down. <laughs> go in the notes where all, where all that written stuff is. Well, Joe, thanks for coming on the show. Awesome story. Thank you for being vulnerable and showing the power of that. So, yeah, yeah, man. Thanks for coming on, man. Uh, I'm excited to, to, to watch you on your journey, man. Well, until next time, brother. <laughs>